I'm so glad you could join me. This is Dr. Antonio. And I believe by faith that if you journey with me through a simple message of encouragement this morning, that you will be lifted up. You will feel better. You will understand better. You will know better. You will be able to exercise even more faith in the unseen God. I don't know your exact situation and I won't pretend. But the Lord has placed into my spirit what so many people are saying this morning. Help! My world is crumbling. Help! Is there anybody help and if that's you this morning you may be feeling that you are caught between a rock and a hard place you may be caught between the devil and the deep blue sea I hear somebody may be saying damned if I do damned if I don't I hear somebody saying that I'm caught between two impossible situations. But if that's you this morning, I am here to tell you that when you have come to the end of your rope, hang on, because help is on the way. Hang on. And if you're there this morning, or this afternoon, depending on where you are in the world, or even tonight. What I'm going to say now might not be much of an encouragement. Because I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. And you are not the first person. And I dare say you will not be the last person to be caught in a situation such as that oh the bible the good book is filled with examples i don't have to name all of them this morning being caught between a rock and a hard place calling out for help needing help because of the seeming impossibility of your situation but hang on help is on the way and the passage that was read so ably this morning, I think everybody who has ever been into any kind of so-called church building or house of worship, or if you have ever read the book that I love so much, the Bible, anybody, you will be familiar with many examples. I am going to pick a few before I zero in on the point we looked at what happened in Exodus chapter 14 this morning which was so ably read by sister Thompson and if you were to look at verse 10 on the way down to maybe 14 you would see that when Pharaoh and his host decided that they couldn't let their slaves go for that's what the children of Israel were they were slaves. 
and they had escaped through mighty acts of God through his outstretched arm but when a heart is hardened when a heart is calloused anything can happen so as they marched near and this is for you leaders this morning people start to grumble they started to complain is anybody complaining this morning they started to say to the leader Moses what have you done to us there are Pharaoh and his hosts coming after us and here behind us is this everlasting impossible seeming body of water the Red Sea why did you do that to us Moses you it would have been better if you let us stay let us stay slaves at least we would have our lives and they would they were complaining to the leader are you complaining to your leaders right now are you saying oh we should be in church where everybody is worshiping I am tired of staying at home why can't we go and gather why do we have to wear masks why do we have to listen to those who are telling us that we should take the necessary precautions man life was better the economy was better when when there was no coronavirus are you complaining if you are complaining you're not the first people tend to complain especially when things are not going well but leaders this is where you take your cue do you remember the word that I'm sure Moses got from the Lord because the Lord asked him a question he said what is it that you have in your hand and all he had was one piece of stick may I just interrupt your call for help this morning may I just interrupt your complaint this morning to ask you what is it you have in your hand that's one other sermon I'm not going to stay there but this is what Moses was able to speak prophetically to the complainers to the people to all and sundry and may I dare speak it to you this morning hold on stand still and see the salvation of the Lord for the enemies of your time that you are staring at right now they seem to be coming at you with venom pledged to destroy your very soul stand still if you can only believe stand still and see the salvation of the Lord because the enemies that you are looking at right now let me tell you prophetically let me borrow the words from the good book hold your peace because those enemies that are staring you dead center in the face you are going to see them again no more forever why can you just believe this with me come on listen to this and believe it with me the Lord will fight for you why are you forcing why are you fighting why are you going out and allowing yourself to be stressed out when the Lord the perfect warrior the perfect just the God of justice when he will fight for you why don't you just chill why don't you just sit back hold your peace hold your faith for he shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace help 
I hear somebody say, my world is crumbling. Help, I hear somebody say, my country, my city, my state, my community is falling. Thousands of people are dying daily, they say. Just when we thought that the malady was gone for good, now here comes more trouble. Help, I hear somebody say. I'm here to remind you, you're not alone. I'm just gonna pick one, pick one or two more examples. Men of God, leaders, pastors, deacons, other ancillary leaders in the various uh, ministry, facilities and establishments. Leaders too, who have performed great feats can be caught up in seeming times of impossibility. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember the prophet Elijah? After that great and terrible day on Mount Carmel when the prophets of Baal were put to shame and were utterly destroyed. Hey, do you remember when the sign of rain appeared in the distant skies just like a hand and then got bigger and bigger? That was Elijah calling on the name of the Lord. But all of a sudden, a threat from a Jezebel woman sent him trembling in his boots. And he ran away and he left <laughs> oh my goodness he left those who were accompanying him and his journey and he went further into the into the desert he went from a land where he could farm where he could possibly find something to eat where he could possibly live just because of a threat people of god leaders sometimes you feel like running away but the only place you should run to is a place of quiet. But if by chance you run away, don't give up. Understand that the God of Elijah in your scorched desert circumstances with the sun, 110, Arizona style heat beating down on you. When you fall because you cannot find the shade and your eyes are closed and it seems as if you are going to die understand that in the impossible situation that you may find yourself in eyes closed you are fainted that's where you are understand that those who trust in the lord shall be as mount zion which shall not be removed but shall abide forever god will cause a juniper tree or an apple tree or a mango tree or any tree just a shade tree will even cause it to grow in the desert of your situation and provide shade for you. I hear people talking about global warming. Oh, people are seeing temperatures in unprecedented proportion. I am not going to argue with you because I know it's getting hotter and hotter. Temperatures above 100 degrees hot. But I understand that even as the literal temperature is beating against your circumstances, the ordinary, the figurative, the, 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 the other temperature of your life is getting so hot that is why I hear you say help my world is crumbling why art thou disquieted within me I hear David say hope thou in God you're crying for help but you're not alone 
Sometimes you may feel like a Job because of the pressure, the heat of your circumstances. And when you look left, north, and south, you begin to complain to God. Complain if you must. This is what Job said when he was complaining in chapter 10, and I just borrow some words from verses 18 through to 21. This is Job he was talking in the troubling circumstances of his days. Physically, totally. He had lost everything. He complained. He said, why then have you brought me out of the womb? He was talking to God. Oh, that I had perished and that no eye had seen me, he said in that 18th verse. And in the following verse he said, I would have been it would have been as though I had never been I had never existed that's how it would have been <laughs> I would have been carried from the womb to the grave why did you cause me to be born it would have been better are you not going to listen to me he says are not my days few cease He's calling a life to cease. Leave me alone that I may take little comfort. Leave me alone before I go to the place from which I shall not return. Before I go to the grave, I am that desperate. This is what Job is saying. Help! He has called until he decides he's going to complain to God. To the land of darkness and to the shadow of death is there anybody feeling like that this morning yes i hear you say i think i'm tired of living don't you dare think that thought it's demonic ah if you're thinking of ending your life stop where you are listen if you can recreate your life then it's okay to end it but if you were able to recreate your life literally, you wouldn't be calling for help. I know your world is crumbling, but don't, don't, don't be that desperate. And if you have to complain to God, complain, but don't be rude, don't be insulting about it. Can I just pause to tell you that instead of complaining to God, there is something else that you could do you can do like what Ezekiah did in 2 Kings 18 and 19. Read, that, read those two chapters together. Read about the taunting <laughs> of the king of <laughs> Syria who was coming up. They had besieged many, many armies before. And they sent letters with their commanders in chief not to deliver diplomatically but to come and call out and to read <laughs> in the language that everybody including the men on the wall everybody could hear the insult taunting <laughs> Ezekiah Ezekiah didn't complain in those two chapters let me tell you what he did <laughs> oh people don't listen to this king he, he's not making any sense if the God that he's telling you to serve couldn't destroy all the great armies that our generals have conquered on the way, how can he deliver you? We are thousands and we have surrounded your city. Tell him to 
to stop talking. So render now. What did Ezekiah do? Let me tell you. He went to the house of the Lord and opened the letter that was sent to him and presented to the Lord. Let me pause a little bit. When you present your circumstances to the Lord, or even sometimes when you're complaining and you're not rude, these are some of the things that the Lord will do. The Lord will talk back to you in your spirit. He will talk back to you in your dreams. He will talk back to you in your head, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. And he will ask you a question. He will stop you and say, listen, where were you when I was forming the universe and all there is in it? Where were you when I formed the earth? Where were you? He will stop you in your track. When you call on the Lord, when you seek him, <laughs> The armies that are arrayed against you will start to fight. But something funny will happen. They will pull out their guns and their swords and their bombs and instead of throwing it in your direction, miraculously they will fight and destroy themselves. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know there are people who don't believe the good book. They don't believe that these things can happen still. They don't believe. But I challenge you this morning. Hold on to your faith. Don't lose it. Shall I, shall I just give you <laughs> just two more instances? Did you hear about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Because if you listen to those stories, if you read those stories, you would remember. And they're supposed to say that sometimes when you pray, the Lord doesn't deliver you as you thought. As you were because he's all-knowing and he's all-powerful but when these boys in Daniel <laughs> chapter 3 and you can read it all the way from the entire chapter or just 1 to 30 but understand what Daniel said King Nebuchadnezzar we do not need to defend ourselves sorry the three hebrew boys he said we don't we don't need to do that it matches with what i said before <laughs> if we are thrown into the blazing fiery furnace <laughs> the god we serve is is able to do it and he will deliver us from your hand your majesty's hand your earthly king's hand. He will deliver us. But let me tell you something. Let me paraphrase verse 18 of that chapter. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your dumb idols. We will not serve your gods. No, we will not worship your images of gold, your image of gold that you have set up. We will not bow. When will we take stand may I just pause to tell you that if you take your stand and you are thrown into the den the furnace God will cause miracles to happen help I hear you say and I'm telling you that you're not alone and I hear you asking so what am I to do I want to tell you what to do, but let me remind you 
of the one person who was caught between two seemingly impossible situations. Let me point you to Matthew chapter 26. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. But if you were to look at the verses, especially 39 to 42. In the garden of Gethsemane. Just before the crucifying forces would come upon him. Jesus was there praying. And the Bible tells me that he went. A little further and fell with his face down on the ground and he prayed listen to the prayer that Jesus himself was praying he said oh my father if it is possible he was saying I need help if it is possible please let this situation let this thing that I know is coming upon me let this cup pass from me I need help my world is crumbling. But even though I feel this way, I am surrendering to you. Nevertheless, Jesus said, not my will, but yours be done. So what is your hard place this morning? What are the challenges and circumstances that are facing you? Let me preface my solution with a story. A few months ago, one of my nieces came to visit with us. That was before COVID-19. She was just visiting. And we were out in the backyard. Uh, I think we were cutting some coconuts. And uh, you know, I planted my backyard garden. You will find any fruit that is willing to grow. So we, and I like to entertain people in my backyard garden. So I walked around. I think I might have gone to get some other herbs and things to give because I like to talk about the natural things. But my favorite garden tool disappeared completely. And I started walking around my garden looking for this tool. And if you're from the islands, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my machete. Some people call it cutlass. I needed that. I walked into the garage. I looked around. I didn't find it. I came back around. I, I circled the entire place looking for the house. Looking for the machete. I thought, maybe. Maybe I should take another look in my garage. So I walked around. Went in the garage. And I heard a voice. Saying, look up. Funny thing. I looked up on one of my nearby shelves. Within arm's reach, there was my machete. Why am I telling you this? Because when you are faced with any impossible situation, the best direction to look is up. Look up to God. This is where you look. Lift up your eyes. To the hills from whence cometh your help. Understand that your help comes from God, the maker of heaven and earth. Understand that he who keeps Israel will not slumber nor sleep. Understand that he will not cause your foot, your feet to be removed. He that keepeth Israel will keep you. He that keeps the universe spinning on its axis for all these millions of years, isn't he 
able to fix your situation. Look up. Help. I hear you say. Now I'm telling you this morning, even though your world is crumbling, look up. But don't just look up and wonder. Look up and hold on to your faith. When you ask him for help, when you look up, believe. Oh, let me pause to say this. I have to tell you this. If you have never invited the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, what I'm saying to you might hardly make any sense, even though it will work. For the Lord sends rain on the just and on the unjust. But to be sure that you're in his will, if you don't know him right where you are, Ask him into your life, into your mind, into your heart, into your soul, into your spirit. And you'll be able to live on this side, in this body that you're in, or in the other body outside of this life. Because I was talking with somebody, and they were saying that, basically, there's nothing. Soul is breath. If soul is just breath, when a man is dead, he's dead. There's no coming back. But Yeshua, I spoke about it some weeks ago, is the first fruit of the resurrection. So ask him into your heart. And believe say Lord I have never accepted you so I know I'm a sinner please forgive me of all my sins cleanse me from all unrighteousness save me help I hear that you are the great help help me I'm accepting you this moment right now and I'm doing this voluntarily I am going to trust you Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Look up, believers. Look up, leaders. Look up, fellow Americans. Look up, Jamaicans. Look up, Bahamians. Look up, you people in England. Look up, in Africa. Whatever part of the world you are, in Antarctica, look up, lift up your head. Signs of the time are everywhere. Even, I don't want to go there this morning. If you keep trusting the Lord, you won't be desperate. You will understand when you lose your 401k. You will understand that if by chance you're, you lose your house, your land, your job. If by chance you lose all the things that matter to you. They cannot take away the faith that you have in God. And God who restored the good fortunes of Job. God who delivered Daniel. God who delivered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Hello. God who delivered King Ezekiah. And so many other people. So many other incidents. The God who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Don't believe the lies that God only performed the miracles 2,000 years ago and he can't do it. If that were true, the sun would not be shining today. If that were true, the breeze would not be blowing. If that were true, there would be no you, there would be no me. His eyes are upon you. Turn your eyes. Look up. This is the solution. Help is on the way. I want to say a prayer with you. But before I do that, in your car, in your house, in your garage, in your backyard, your front yard, anywhere you are listening, whisper your own prayer. If you're unsaved, ask him into your heart. If you're a believer, ask God to strengthen your faith. Go ahead. Now, Father, I speak to that man right there who has been 
giving all kinds of explanation why you do not exist and why you shouldn't believe in you Lord I'm praying for that woman who has spent her entire adult life working hard thinking that the work will save her I am praying for this young man and you choose yes and yes this young woman who is having a problem confusion because they're hearing all kinds of religious things and it's confusing so I'm praying God that you will shine your light of truth into these hearts right now and now father I'm asking you to exercise your power through this little voice that speaks father let me speak through the power of your presence and you do what only you can do oh God be God in this situation so I speak to this person lying in that sick bed at home doesn't even want to go to the hospital yes I speak to you sir I speak to you ma'am yes and young man I'm speaking to you because you have the corona yes young lady you too you thought that you were invincible because they said it only affected older people but now you have it Lord in the name of Jesus I speak healing I speak healing to that suffering young man young woman that adult man that adult woman I speak your divine healing Lord using whatever method you choose oh God heal this morning and deliver and then this morning oh God I see some families who are grieving because they have lost loved ones both from corona and other sicknesses and diseases because people leave this body every day and they call it death but there is sorrow and there is grief I am praying oh God that your peace which surpasses all understanding will envelop them right now this morning oh God I pray oh God for my family some relatives oh God who are mourning the passing of a grandmother uh, yeah they are mourning the past of passing of one of my aunts oh God you see and you understand that we are not alone who are dealing with the departure of people from this life but I'm praying this morning God that the peace that you filled my heart with oh God the conviction the understanding of what life really is will cover them with their peace right now so I speak healing and deliverance in the name of Jesus yes sir the Lord is going to give you another job and you too one that will make you function and take care of your family and you will not be so explicitly exposed to the various viruses this is for you I also hear the Lord saying in my spirit this morning so I pass it on to you he said take care of your house your physical body eat right go to bed early read my word pray eat right meanings meaning eat as much as possible the things that come directly from this soil during corona I want to help you save some money if you can do without meat you will find your healing there I want to 
close off this program this morning with a song that the Lord caused me to write for Sonic Salvation many years ago. I want you to remember the words of this song. It's taken from one of the old albums of Sonic Salvation Gospel Band. I worshipped with them. The song is called Let Him In. When it was recorded, it was sung by the beautiful voice of the late Joseph Prince Collins. He's now with the Lord. The song is called Let Him In. I'm going to share it with you before my wife uh, shares any other bit of information that she might have for you regarding you know our worship times the song is called let him in hallelujah you 
have someone to call to when you need a hand. When you come to impossible situations, let him in. This is Dr. Antonio. I want to thank you so much for listening. And just a quick reminder that um, we'll be here to, uh, on Tuesday evening again for our Tuesday evening communications meeting. And we do invite you to join us. Thank you so much to all of you who have been um, encouraging us and who have shared your testimony uh, this morning. I would call some names, but it's going to be too many. We have many people in the various countries that have listened and they have expressed uh, satisfaction about the blessings and the breakthroughs that God has given to them. Let's, let's trust him. Let's trust him. He will help us. On behalf of my wife and all the Citadel members, it has been my pleasure and privilege to worship with you this morning. You're going to have an awesome week. Believe that.